Well, hey there, just kind of chit-chatting, some boy talk before we get rolling this morning. A little chilly out there. I had 16 at the house, 18 in town. But today's weather is not the concern. It's tomorrow and Saturday, and folks, it looks really, really nice for our little soiree outside. 53 tomorrow, 48 Saturday, a little bit of a breeze, not bad. Went down and uh, scouted things out with the Metro people and uh, Chris White from Albertsons yesterday to kind of see what's going to go where. And it's going to be a busy weekend at the Metro. You know, there's other stuff going on. Got the prices right. You got Mannheim Steamroller Friday night. Uh, You got the Rescued and Reclaimed show. Vaccination clinic. Vaccination clinic. And even after all this many years of doing it, I was whining the other day in that little article I wrote about the people that just will not listen to the radio station for love nor money or a free holiday meal. Just tune into the radio station. Just just one morning, and you'll know everything you need to know about getting a meal, but they won't do it. These are the people that were, while we're milling about on Friday and getting the semis unloaded and getting everything ready for the big assembly line production, they'll come up and they'll say, are you guys having a produce sale? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no sir. No sir, we're uh, we're trying to feed folks. Well, could I just get mine now cuz I'm uh, I'm you know, busy tomorrow. We should just all wear a bunch of black jackets and some black hats with some plaid shirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Set up a little tent over the tables. <laughs> That's right. And then, and then argue price with people. Yeah. <laughs> How big a turkey you want? <laughs> we got potatoes too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, that's funny. But there's been some changes. You know, they repaved the parking lot, and uh, they've got drains in there down down there. So one of these years we get rained on or snowed on, we won't have puddles like we've had in the past. Bad news is they tore down a couple of buildings there, which were nice little wind breaks on the years that were real windy. And you can park semi-trailers and angle them at such when you have those buildings, but when there's just a straight shot and it's, <laughs> it's going to be windy, then, hey, it's just going to be windy. I didn't see a number for how many deliveries have been taken yet, but uh, I know that the gal that they hired has been pretty busy. And it makes me want to think that that's going pretty well because I didn't have any messages on the studio line this morning. And uh, most times this week, I messages every day. And all of ours are day stamped and time stamped for when they came in. So when I come in Monday morning... And the message light is flashing, and somebody called at 1045 saying, Hey, what's this about a turkey? (laughs) But you didn't listen to the radio station, and that's all you have to do. Just listen to the radio station, even briefly. Go from there. Well, social media also, um, once people find out, they they go to social media, and they Mm -hmm. tell everybody about it. Right. And so then... Everybody else uh, starts calling. They put numbers on there. Hey, do you need a free turkey box? Here's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we we like people to to listen. That's all. That's all we ask. Yeah. At the end of the day, folks, we're we're a radio station. Yeah. At the start of the day, we're a radio station. At the end of the day, we are. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> another uh, another nice point we always talk about it too though is if you have questions there's no paperwork <clears throat> you don't have to 
make an appointment with somebody in charge. You need answers from the people that can make the call on anything. Here we are. There's two of us. And we're very good about getting right back to people. A lot of times we don't give the answer that some of these people would probably like, but at least you know right away. (laughs) You want to have nice memories of people that you've met professionally, worked with a little bit, and uh, I see Bill Kennedy retiring from the MSUB Foundation. And Bill, Bill's a great guy. And uh, we worked with him many years. He would judge the spelling bee that we emceed. And uh, Paul and I are going to emcee the spelling bee one last time coming up in March. And then that portion of our career shall be behind us. But it's been 20 plus years. But the year, the thing that I'll, I'll always remember about Bill is there was a year that that particular Saturday of the spelling bee didn't work. So he wanted him to move the entire spelling bee to a different date because that was going to be better for him. I know. (laughs) Bill, no. We got it, Bill. We got somebody else who can ring the bell. Right. Uh, We got somebody else. Uh, This is uh, Brian Dennis of Boys and Girls Club. That's That's the total on the credit cards. But we have one credit card that didn't go through that we have to get some get some more information from. But we're almost done with the credit cards. Okay. And then they'll just uh they'll just cut us a check then? Yep. Yep. Okay. Might have it today. Might have oh. it today or tomorrow. Well then we can figure out um how much for the animal shelter and uh maybe next Wednesday. Let's uh let's see if we can plan on getting them a check. Okay. Um we're going to be writing a couple big ones this month. So so when you come home, Mark, uh-huh. when you come into the door and I say, honey, did you write any checks today? You better not say, no, I didn't. Oh, yeah, wait a minute. I wrote two. One for 45000 and uh, the other one for like fifty grand. I think. I said, well, could you write those down, please, honey, in the Sorry. checkbook? Well, you know, I got to talking. Yeah. Write those down. Those are big ones. We have to know those. Yep, so we can, uh, hopefully we can write them one then next week. I'll put that down. Go over some of these uh, donations and things today. Um, a lot of great notes in people from, you know, they write a little, they write little notes here and there. And mm-hmm. and it, it just, uh, that's why I send thank you notes. You know, it makes a difference. Um I, I didn't learn that early. Well, I learned early as a kid. You always say please and thank you, but I didn't realize I didn't realize uh, when I was in high school that the more graduation announcements you set out, the more money you got, and, <laughs> and that looked like a pain in my ass. So, uh, you know, I mean, I'm I got baseball and basketball and stuff I'm worrying about here, and I don't have time to send out these. And then all of a sudden, people started sending ten dollars in with these graduation announcements, and I got the bare minimum. I only sent out twenty of them, right? And uh, I didn't realize that, that if you send out more. Well, I was exactly the same way. I said, Mom, everybody knows I'm graduating. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because you got to address the envelope and send it out. But I've Mm -hmm. learned over the years, you send nice thank you notes to folks. Just a little mention that, and and take that extra step. Uh, My dad was always good at that. It goes a long way. Um, Got this one, Flakes. Thanks for all you do. This is one check we love to write. Uh, we know where it goes. Paul, sure wish you would run for office. I understand why you don't, though. 
And, uh, you know, we get little notes like that all, all, all the time from folks. If you missed my explanation yesterday, folks, of what I think makes me happiest about this charity is the fact that we open the eyes up of everybody else in this area to make them feel like they should do something for the community that always pays them back all year long. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned, for instance, uh, the television station, KTV COVID up there. They run their Turkey Tuesday thing. And we knew the old general manager that started that. And they saw what a great deal we had and how the community responded to it. And they thought, hey, we got to get our paws into that. Mm -hmm. And so they started doing their Tuesday thing, which is good. And... uh, you know, we because when we started this back in 1988, folks, there was nothing. There were no media outlet. There was no Gazette doing these huge things like we do no. or any other radio station or any TV station. None. Now, a lot of them try to do it. They try to get involved. So if anything, we were kind of like the, the founding fathers of these type of things. And... Um, other people were jumping on board. That's what that's what I like so much about our events is it leads others to do something. Now, um, other people jumped on board to take more active role in Toys for Tots or finding kids gifts and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I really do believe it was all spurred by our success early on and the, the publicity and the, the coverage and and it adds to the resume. It defines your character as a station, what what your purpose is, all that kind of stuff. And I think we led the way. Uh, uh, a lot of people might not think that, but I do, and it's our show. So <laughs> that's how it works out. Mm-hmm. And it takes a long time. <clears throat> We've been very fortunate because of our great listeners and our vast listenership. Not only here, but even around the state, we have calls coming in from Helena and all over, giving donations and right. and uh, places like that. But um, the trust thing—that's always big with me. Honesty and and the trust. You you do what you say, and you say what you're going to do, and you stick to it. And I think that that uh, goes a long way with people. That's why politicians piss us all off. Mm-hmm. The Hoagland family stopped in yesterday. I wish they would have popped back and gotten a picture or something. Me we, too. We, we hear you have cute kids. They're up by Grass Range. They stopped, They gave us a great donation yesterday. And uh, there's, you know, we don't need to tell you folks uh, the amount of some of these donations. We just don't. But when, when I tell you it's a great donation, well, let me rephrase that because all donations are great. It does. We talked about this yesterday. When we first started this event, folks, up at County Market, our uh, our turkey boxes, of which people call them, <laughs> uh, they're Thanksgiving baskets, but they were about 17 bucks. And so when we started this event back in 88, 89, well, first we started with turkeys. And uh, then by the end of the 80s, first part of 1990, we started with the complete meals. But And we had an old buddy up at County Market that used to help us. Um I forget what his name is now, but he retired and moved on, and and uh, and now Chris is helping us. But anyway, um, our meals used to be like seventeen dollars a box, and and we we'd get our donations in, and sure we would need uh, we would need twenty six thousand dollars or something like that to cover the whole event. Mm-hmm. But we'd get our donations in, and it was funny because you would see 
$17.50 on the checks. People said, okay, we'll help. $17.50. Or somebody would call up and say, I want to buy two meals and I'm going to send you a check for $35. And Mark and I would crap. <laughs> we uh, high five and hug. Yes. <laughs> I mean, oh, you all, oh, that's awesome. 35 bucks. Two meals, 35 bucks. And and we used to put them all together ourselves mm-hmm. with you and me and a couple people usually. Uh be, be in a truck and we did them in the truck all day mm-hmm. and it took all day all night had to fold the boxes remember that yeah we didn't have the banana boxes like albertson's gives we, us we had to get 1500 boxes and fold them first i mean it was just a real but it grew it kept growing it kept growing you earn the respect you earn the trust you're honest with people and so now now even though our meals are 2650 we don't get many $26.50 checks anymore. No, it's it's different. And it's it's not just good different. It's great different. Yeah. So when I tell you folks that we're getting great donations, use this as your barometer. When I tell you we're getting a great donation, uh I'm I'm not uh, I'm not downgrading anybody's donation, but I'm just telling you so you know, th- these are donations now that we get on a regular basis. That are $500 or more. $500 or more. That's a big donation. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I've learned from you folks out there. Uh, my contributions to things are more now than they used to be. And uh, you folks taught me that. You taught me how you taught me that. I saw your generosity and I said, I got to reciprocate. It would be hypocritical of me not to and ask you folks. So I do. I talked yesterday about the St. Vincent Foundation and stuff and and things like that. Um, So anyway, when we tell you it's a great donation, uh, and to put it in perspective today, you know, these are donations over $500, big ones. Mm Mm-hmm. The Hoagland family up there by Grass Range. I always wanted to do their graduation speech. They asked me a couple times, and I had other problems because I had other kids that would always seem to be graduating. You know, I put quite a th- few of them through the ringer too. Mm-hmm. So, um, but they they brought up brought their kids. I wish they would come back and said hi. Um, wonderful donation from them. See, and now there's a difference between wonderful and great. Right. You'll learn eventually how much they are. <laughs> And uh, the great folks out there at IHOP, he stopped yesterday and, uh, God, I can't remember his name. I think it's Richard. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't remember. But anyway, he and his wife out there running IHOP, they've helped us for years. Yeah. And uh, And drop off mm. an occasional kitchen load of food for the staff, too. Oh, there's just generous people out there. That's why I like going out there for breakfast. A1 Rentals. A1 Rentals on Grand Avenue. Wrench anything you want, folks. And uh, they've been helping us out for a lot of years, mm-hmm. A1 Rentals. I went up to A1 Rentals, and A1 Rentals gave me scaffolding to use when we had our barn raising, and they didn't charge me for that. That's right. I wanted to pay them. Right. It's my damn barn, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it wasn't for a, and nope, nope, Paul, we want to help. People like that. 
CNL service of Billings. Nice donation from them. Wonderful. How about Ace Electric, Mark? Ace Electric. Those folks, you talk about good people. Just an an unbelievable donation. Ace Electric helped us out in the doghouse parade. Right. They built, well, they built the one doghouse that was made like a TV set. Right. I thought that was really clever. And they built two two different cat houses mm-hmm. uh, for cats that were really nice. And they bought a table to help out the animal shelter. Ace Electric, folks. Uh, it's Bob and Jeannie that have IHOP. Oh, that's right. I knew it was Jeannie. Thank you. I dream of her a lot. Get it? Any woman like that that could cook pancakes, Mark, that's a keeper. I know why Bob's keeping her. First female naval allowed on network television. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just thought you might like a little, a little tidbit of trivia right there. She was hot. Yeah? Barbara Eden was hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, got a couple of pictures from the fellows at Briggs where they're loading our banana boxes in the semis. Oh, wow. Already. Hmm, good. B&L Scales. Good folks out there. Great folks. Wonderful folks. I've had them work on my scale before. Did a great job. I got hit by, I got zapped by lightning out there one time at figures. I had a, I had a calving barn that had a tornado that lifted up and sat down and I had a little... My port, my scale out there with my weight box got destroyed. They came out, fixed it right up for me. Helped us out. Catherine, we got your check in. Uh, If you're listening, thank you so much. A lot of these are just from individuals. Mm Mr. Williams. Unbelievable donation. Helps us all the time. Thank you very much. Uh, the Campbells. Otten Chiropractic. I wrote a, a blog post yesterday about, about uh, chiropractors and uh, massage and stuff like that. Uh, wanting some insight from folks on it. Great donation from them yesterday. Environmental Consulting Services. Um, Chapel Custom Handiwork. Did my did my roof? Bob and Debbie out there. In fact, a little bit later this morning, they've got a uh, they got a challenge for a friend friend of theirs. Oh, really? I want, I want to make sure that they're up and listening oh, yeah. when that comes. My neighbors out there, good folks, good folks. Raise a hell of a garden out there. I think it's from all that good manure they have next to them. But Clausen's, <laughs> uh, great, Linda, great, great uh, donation. Thank you very much. And then there's the woman of everyone's dreams who's already taken, and that's Kim. Great lady. And, uh, in fact, I, I mentioned that at our doghouse parade, no matter what we do, they're always in. Mm-hmm. They're always in. Hey, not only gave us money, but Kim also came up when we did the fencing project. She's coming to both days of Flakesgiving. Good. Yep. I got, uh, I got their two songs recorded, and I'll play those after seven. Oh, morning. okay. Arrow Striping, yep. Manufacturing, Help Us Every Year. Um, 
The stuff's humbling, folks. I mean, you know, just in this pile here, just in those, just in the ones I just mentioned, there's about, there's about twelve, thirteen thousand dollars right there. Makes this a little bit more fun promotion to do. Yeah, just that, and that that was just stuff that came in from yesterday. So, um, and I'm not doing this by any means to to. Uh, to shame people into the donating or feeling I'm, I'm doing this because people like that need to be acknowledged in the community because they help so many people so many times all the time. Yeah. And, uh, believe me, your donation, these four H's we're having from schools that are sending us $50 and things like that. Those donations add up and are just as important. Plus, even that, they're more important because to me as a dad, and you know how I am, you know, my conservative roots it's teaching a valuable lesson. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's more important than, than anything. It, it, uh, it's showing them what the right thing to do is. Uh, and that is invaluable. We need a lot more of that right now. Help others. Do things for others. Help them out a little bit. want to do that kind of stuff. So we'll see what kind of date we have today and uh, should be good. And remember, too, that this is the kind of this is the event every year that uh, that helps us and enables us to do all of our other events throughout the course of the year. But you're so generous. I got a couple things I thought about today. After listening to the news uh, on the way in, and uh, wanted to talk about it. Oh, John Deere settled their strike. That's big news. Did uh, John Deere up their offer, or did the employees figure out they better get it signed? Well, they they took they took the ten percent. Well, duh. Why in the hell wouldn't you? Um, I got it here. Let me let me find it here. Um, you know, because they had a 10% contract offer on the board. Dear workers approved the new contract that will deliver 10% raises immediately and end their strike. Now, they had offered them a few weeks ago, but they, they were just trying. The UAW was just trying to strong arm them and make a point. Mm-hmm. We're in charge. Don't horse around with us anymore. Or we're going to do this to you. You know, that's what this was about. Because the last offer was awesome. 61% in favor. Third vote on that contract offer. The latest proposal made only one modest change. And that was in their internal incentive pay plan. That's it. Other than that, it stayed the same. And the John Deere executive said, this is it. It's going to stay there. Mm-hmm. It's the same deal. We cannot do any more. No premium on their health insurance, folks. None. They don't want to pay any of it. A 10% raise. You know, you're making 80 grand a year. $8,000 raise right away. And then the years after that, I think one year is five, one year is six. Jeez. On top of that raise. Com- compounding it, making it even more wonderful. <sighs> Larger contributions to the pension plan. I mean... And they turned it down. Why? They just wanted a strong arm. We're in charge. Well, 
I think they got the picture. And uh, so that new contract will cover 12 plants, Iowa, Illinois, Kansas. My daughter will no longer be putting backhoes together. She's back into engineering now. Just like de Blasio and all the rest of them. The cut wanted to do this, and now things are out of control. And now, Oregon's largest city approved. You know how hard it is to get approved out of 20-some progressives that are probably on their city council to all agree to not only fund them, but to add their funding in Portland? You know what it must be like out there, folks? It must be a hellhole war zone going on in Portland for them to do that. Yeah. For them to do that? See, that's what's going to happen in this country in November. That's what's going to happen here. I'm predict- I can feel it in my bones. I know it already. The Democratic Party has turned this into a real crap hole. All hell is breaking loose. It is out of control. And people know it. And they see it. And a message is going to be sent next November unlike any time you have ever seen before. It's going to happen. You watch. It's going to happen. I saw the new poll numbers out yesterday. Uh, Close to 60% of Americans now think that Joe Biden, this is just in 11 months, is unfit, incapable to execute the duties of President of the United States. Isn't that something? We have never, ever had a poll like that, ever in the history of this country, never. And almost 60% of Americans think he is not fit. He is not well. He should not be executing the duties of President. And he's not. Somebody else is doing them for him. That's right. He's lost He's incognitive where he is, falling asleep, falling asleep, folks, at major, huge events around the world with leaders from all the foreign, falling asleep and having to be awakened by his aides there. People know it's noticeable. And now with cameras and things everywhere, his slurs. Well, and, you know, with COVID, they were able to protect him during the during the election cycle. Mm hmm. Um, they're sick of the legislation that's coming out of there, what they're doing to our way of life. Folks, I'm telling you, we're going to see a wave. Just, we just got to hang on. We just got to stick together and hang on and struggle through this for another 11 months. A couple other things that I thought were interesting today. South Korea. South Korea reported its biggest daily jump in coronavirus infections since the start of the pandemic today as hundreds of thousands of students today are taking their highly competitive college entrance exam. It's one day exam that they do in South Korea. Over a half a million of them taking them at 1,395 sites across their nation. They call it their college scholastic ability test. Crucial in this education-obsessed country where their careers, their social standing, and even marriage prospects greatly depend on which university a person attends and how good of a student they are. They have to have their temperatures taken before they get into a classroom. Those with fevers are going to be sent to a separate room, but still have to take the test. 
They are so far ahead of the United States in educating their students. The demands that they put on their students, they excel. We have Mayor de Blasio getting rid of all of our accelerated classes in New York because he thinks it promotes segregation. This is where we're at, folks. We are dumbing down our future so bad here in Billings. Oh, I know people hate me, too. <laughs> we, we, You know, folks, you know, we don't have, we don't even have 30% of our graduates from our high schools that can pass a college entrance exam test to get them into a state school in Montana, much less an out-of-state school, which is tougher. Less than 30%. Where is the return on our investment? We just gave them another big new contract. $2,000 bonuses. And we don't have 30% of our kids that can pass a test to get into a Montana college. That's Elsie Arnson. That's what she said. I talked to a teacher at the Flakes Trip giveaway. They can't fail anybody. Where she is, they can't fail them. Move them through. Can't even use a red pen. Not allowed to use a red pen. Are you crapping me? (laughs) This is what we've become. Mm -hmm. That's why Americans are going to put a stop to this. I'm telling you, coming up in November, they have had it with this kind of stuff. Because you can't really go to the school board and complain anymore. Otherwise, you're a terrorist. We had, folks... We had a, a premier medical hospital and institution in our area that serves the people of Montana and Wyoming and surrounding states with medical care. Concerned about not being able to provide the care because of the shortage of help currently at their hospital. And when we got the great announcement of a brand new medical school in our area, that was going to provide us with doctors, surgeons, the people that we need for the future and future generations here, that Billings Clinic Hospital CEO denied to jump in on board and support it because he thought that a CEO involved with that company at one point said something that they viewed as derogatory towards women. So God... The most perfect man anywhere in the universe decided that that was wrong. Because I'm sure at some point in his life, from the time that he was in sixth grade on, that man never said anything derogatory towards anyone anywhere. Right? Wrong. We all have every single one of us. Every one of us. But he declined to support that. See, this is the kind of crap people are sick of. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's going to come to a major, major stop. A major stop. Look at the news media. Look what they're doing to that Rittenhouse kid. The U.S. environment. I got a question for John Tester. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency has overturned the approval of a huge flood control project in Mississippi. Officials said it was erroneously greenlit in the final days of the Trump administration. EPA said the decision to approve it was in violation of the Clean Water Act. So they stopped it. A big pumping station, pumping house, walls, and everything along the Mississippi Delta. Now listen to these idiots. Folks, 
Let me ask you this question. John Tester, here's a question for you. Please come in on the show because I ask questions unlike other people. Here's my question. How in the hell can Congress approve a major infrastructure bill, $550 billion worth, Mark, that approves all types of new roads, new bridges, new steel production, new machinery, tons and billions of gallons of fossil fuels being burnt on a yearly basis to build all these roads and bridges, flood control walls all around the lower-lying cities where there's a huge, huge constituency of Democrat voters. All of those without one single project having to get an EPA evaluation and its effect on climate. How does this huge infrastructure bill not affect anything, Mark, environmentally? Massive amounts of steel that will be have to be... Uh, b- built and formed mining that will have to go on to produce that steel and ore that they need the rerouting of dams and rivers and walls and flood walls sediment that's going to be rerouted wildlife that will be affected by all of this and not one gd bit of that had to go through an environmental impact statement how come now they shut down a major infrastructure project the keystone pipeline mm-hmm. why they didn't feel that it met the environmental criteria. That one was shut down. Folks, this is a massive $550 billion one. They, how come they, where, did anybody see the environmental impact statement from that when these buttholes in Washington, D.C. passed it? I didn't. No. Not one. There's not one environmental impact statement here that was even looked at. Did anybody, any of these green-assed senators who support Every green bill, every climate change bill, all of that, did any of them at all, any of them bring up the impact that this major infrastructure bill is going to have on climate change? Did any of them bring that up? No, not one. They ran that through. Why? Why did that, was that whole bill completely environmentally overlooked? When you, Mark, can't even put up a shed in your backyard unless you get a permit, get it looked at, see what the environmental impact statement is going to be. Not one thing. I didn't hear of any of it in this bill. And where, so where are the questions? Why doesn't John Tester answer that question? Hmm? Why don't you answer that one for us? I'd love to know the answer to that, Mr. Tester. That's a great question. In fact, one of you out there, write him and ask him that question. How come no environmental studies whatsoever had to be approved? No impact statements had to be approved. Nothing on all of these major mammoth construction projects bigger than anything we have ever seen in the history of the country. It makes, folks, it makes the the Keystone Pipeline look like they went down to the guy on Q2 at night that does the varicose vein project and just rips them out of your leg and you leave the same day. Mm-hmm. Not one statement. Ask him that. Why wasn't that done? Especially when we only have 10 years left and we're all going to die because of the weather. What the hell? Why do we need a new bridge? (laughs) Not one statement. Not one. Ask him that question. And while you're at it, ask Dr. Fauci this question. How come now with 80% of the United States vaccinated... We still have coronavirus cases on the rise. 80%. 80% of America now has had at least one shot. 
on their way to two, 80% of the eligible people, folks, 80%, that includes five and up now, 80%. They told us you get to 50% vaccination rate. Why, hell, we might as well run around naked and French kiss everybody on a daily basis because it'll be impossible to spread. We'll have had it by then. Mm-hmm. We're at 80% vaccination. And every day, every day, why? Well, we may have missed that one. Yeah, you did. So let's move on. Let's go to the next thing. Let's go to the next. Let's go to the next mandate. 80%. And we probably, we probably have anywhere from 50 to 100 million people in the United States, according to Johns Hopkins, that have already had it. Right. So we're getting a little spin on that, too, once in a while. And a big announcement yesterday from the Biden administration is they continue to win your vote or try to. They know they're desperate and they're bankrupting America. Now they're going to distribute several billion dollars for winter heating and utility bills. It's part of their coronavirus package. The low income home energy program. It usually typically funded three to four billion dollars a year. Aid for renters can also cover utility costs now. They, they, they just changed it. Now we want to cover utility costs. Why? Because your utility costs are going up. Why? Because the price of fuel oil, the price of gasoline, diesel fuel, energy has gone up. Why? Because of their policies. So how are they going to fix it? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pay you. We're going to borrow money. And we're going to pay you to help you with something that we screwed up from the beginning. Folks, you want to you know why these people are going down in flames? They're going to go down in flames because nobody's going to be allowed to ignite their flames because the price of propane, natural gas, heating oil, gasoline, diesel has gone through the roof in just 11 months. Mm -hmm. And people remember that kind of stuff. They remember it. We got to hold on. In the words of Roseanne Cash. (laughs) Or Sam and Dave. Or Sam and Dave. (laughs) You got to hold on. And most importantly, if you learn anything today, folks. If you learned anything from our early morning discussion, anything at all, I want you to take away this one thing, this one major important thing to carry with you for the rest of your life. Barbara Eden's belly buddy, belly button was the first one that was ever seen on television. Network television. Network television. Okay, there you go. I hope you remember that for days to come. That could show up in a Flakes Trivia Contest down the road. That's true. You don't know. And it was a nice belly button. It was. More people that we've gotten to know through the Flakes trip through the years. Jeff and Pam, great folks. Uh, Good morning, Working Paul. We much appreciate all the things you do for the community. Uh, We appreciate the comments about our TV doghouse. But it was the wrong company. We are Advantage Electric Plus. We're also sending you a check for two fifty today, and uh, they wanted to hear "Ballad of the Green Beret." Oh yeah, and then uh, the Carlson family, who won it one year, along with High Tech Electric, will be sending in a donation of three hundred bucks. Want an Alabama song? Of course they can. Uh, Paul's lamented through the years for the farmer rancher. You never blow anything up until after five o'clock on a Friday, so. You can never get the part and get the stuff fixed you need fixed. Well, I had a big capacitor go out on my well, and I was able to find one on a Sunday morning, and I called uh, I called Nick, and Nick came and bailed me out. Great family, really nice folks. 
And he, he loves going to Mexico because he, he feels a lot taller down there, doesn't he, Mark? He loves it. I mean, he, he struts around. Remember, uh, what was the name of the rooster and the Bugs Bunny? Um, uh, Foghorn Leghorn? Yeah, he strutted around. I said, boy. I said, boy. <laughs> Listen to me when I'm talking to you, boy. Oh, yeah. Good, good family. And uh, Avery, I think, is working at the new Diamond X. She worked at Briarwood for a while. No, she can't hold a job, huh? Nice girl, but that seems to be an issue yeah, with her I, I attitude, you, I'm I, guessing. I, I must be it. Got it from her mother. <laughs> You're a Saint Nick. Saint Nick. Got it. Got a big season coming up here pretty quick. <laughs> I used to, my dad, he was a unique individual. We used to get stockings uh, above the chimney full of nuts, uh, tangerines, um, some gum he'd throw in there once in a while, and some other stuff just prior to Christmas on St. Nick Day. And it was a tra- you were supposed to celebrate St. Nick Day. And not many people knew the significance and the history behind St. Nick Day, but my dad did. Hmm. And so uh, it was it was weird. Um, but, I mean, it wasn't weird, but he just he knew the significance of it and actually celebrated that day, too, uh, putting stuff like that in there. And, well, in, that, in the old days, that's what they do. Um, you didn't put a... You didn't put a, a Game Boy controller in the stocking and a, a gift card to Starbucks. Uh-huh. Um, he followed the tradition. You right. put you he put fruit, uh, and we always had like walnuts in there and stuff that you could crack and eat the walnuts. And uh, st- he stuck with the tradition. Um, it was. Uh, I can't remember it now. I, I I don't even know what day it was, but I knew it was always about this time of year. Um, article today on the new electric automated shuttles in Yellowstone Park. Probably don't have drivers or anything in them. Um, green Transit. They started testing them with eight passengers on board, and they ran between 6 to 12 miles an hour. So, hope they're air-conditioned. Hope they're (laughs) bear-proof. They look kind of (laughs) cheap. Remember, we put more steel and reinforcement into petroleum cars than we do human ones. Oh, here we go. St. Nick Day was December the 6th. Um. Catholic schools celebrated a lot, but that's when it is, December 6th. So. As my sister texted me that, she remembers that. Because, well, yeah, you always got the good walnuts and everything. <laughs> you know, I got what was ever left uh, down on my stocking. But 